Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. Okay, guys, this is Emo Primo. Um, This is my um, little interview show I do on the Frankie Quinones Show. And today my guest is Jamar Neighbors. Thanks for being here, Jamar. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, you had, you had like a deal with like a getting your car towed this morning or something. Dude, or- I call, I just bought a new car. It's an 86 Camaro. Gorgeous piece of mother. Gorgeous piece of shit. That sounds, that sounds definitely not lame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not at all. Oh yeah, lame about it is it wouldn't turn over when I tried to start it up and it got stuck in Blick in an underground garage. <sighs> underground garages are so lame. Yeah, so I had to leave it there like overnight, and then I had to leave it there for two nights, and then I called 8.30 in the morning to get this tow truck, and the motherfuckers didn't come until 1 o'clock. And you called them at 8.30? 8.30 in the morning, and then so when I called... What was it? What, what was the tow truck riding on a snail? Yeah, probably. I don't know. What happened though? What I what happened to him is like the motherfuckers. I said, "Hey man, you know I ordered this tow truck two hours ago," and they said, "Oh yeah, the guy said his system broke." And I said, "You don't want to call?" I said, "Y'all wasn't gonna call me. Y'all was gonna wait for me to call y'all to tell you that he hasn't come." Like you know, and they were like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we'll send somebody else out for you. We'll see if somebody is around there." What? That's so lame. So. If you didn't call, they would have just... I would still be out there right now. That's so lame. And they were just like, oh, our system broke. Is it because it was raining? I don't know why. I don't know why, like, what the rain would have to do with it. So I feel like when it rains in L.A., like, a, a whole bunch of shit starts malfunctioning. Yeah. Including people's brains. Yeah. Yeah, people can't think right when it, when it, when it rains out here. I don't know why. It's not good at all. Um, I did a remix one time too. I was when I was younger. Um, actually, um, remember that Tony 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 song? 
It Never Rains in Southern California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going through a depression like I am now, but now is even worse. But back then I did a remix and I was in um, junior high and I said, It's always lame in Southern California. Uh huh. It's always lame in Southern California. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 That. Did it have lyrics? Well, that was. Yeah, it was like. I'm not sure I can remember. It was like. It's, it's always lame in Southern California. It's like. Everybody. Or it. it everybody wants to go to the beach. But all those fun activities are out of my reach. Cause they always wanna dive into the ocean. And I always wanna cry into a bottle of potion, which was um, vodka for me. Yeah, man, that's fat as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of fat, they got a phone number you can call kindergartners and they'll make your day happy. You just gotta call them. You call kindergartners? Not, not, no pedal. Just like, just like, it's a, it's a project that they're doing. Oh, so like if I'm feeling sad, I can call some kindergartners? Yeah, yeah, and they'll make your day feel better. What are they, what are they going to do, throw finger paint at me? Maybe. I don't know. I wonder what they be saying to people. Oh, they're just on the phone. Yeah, bro. You call 707-873-7862. Whoa. So just, yeah. I almost want to call them right now, but I don't know if that's illegal because they're kids. Why, that's kind of weird, right? I mean, I'm not trying to have phone sex with them. No, no. Oh. That's, yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> no I mean, um, I just mean like legalities. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want to have. I mean, phone sex in general is like, I don't know. I was dating a girl one time because. You know, I was on this whole thing like love is blind, like it doesn't matter what a person looks like. It's all about connecting to what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you do that? Uh, uh, right, right. One time, um, one time I was calling a music store, um, um, because I was looking for, you know, I was looking for to replace some guitar strings and stuff, and the girl answered. And she sounds so beautiful. She sounded really sad, which is kind of, you know, that's my language I started to connect with. She says, she's like, hello. That's how she answered the phone. She goes, hello. And, and I kind of got tingles in my, in my areas of my body where I was like, oh, oh. And um, I couldn't wait to meet her, but I felt like a weirdo because I kept calling. Like, and I would act like I was looking for something different. And like, I was like, oh, do you have a drumstick? And she was like, one drumstick? And I go, oh, no, I mean, two, because I don't play the drums, I play guitar. But I was like, calling her, and she's like, are you, do you want chicken? And I was like, no, I, like, I don't, not that drumstick, like, two. And she, I just wanted to hear her voice. Uh. And she'd be like, like, why are you calling? Like, is this the same guy? Like, this is so lame. And she said, this is so lame. And I was like, I almost started to cry. But then I went in there into the store and she didn't look how I imagined her, you know? She was like, maybe like 6'3". She was big. Mm. Not like round big, but like big, like she could play in the WNBA. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And she had a, um, um, she had a tattoo that said, live right, fuck nice. 
Mm. And I was really perplexed what she meant by that. Live right, fuck nice? What do you think that means? Um, just don't take life too serious, you know? And just get a little fucking in while you can. Mm. Maybe you're going to be old. Or maybe before you, like, settle down. Because you fuck, you fuck right, and then after that, you live right. I guess supposedly when you get married, that's what they say. Mm. I don't know, bro. I don't know. What so she's like, about. get married one day, but right now just fuck, fuck nice. Yeah. Mm. Or she could be in the cuddling. Mm. Yeah, she could be into that too. Whoa, she would probably cuddle me so good. She was six three. I'm like five six and a half. With, oh. my, with my little boots on. Mm. Women who women who are like, I never realized how tall a woman is. Even a five foot like nine woman is tall. Yeah, cause yeah, normally women are just shorter. Like statistically, I think I don't know the exact statistics. What have you dated women taller than you? Yeah, like three. Three women. Mm-hmm. Um, did you enjoy it? Like your sexual encounters with them, or was it kind of? Yeah. Did they? Were you the little spoon? Like after you had fuck nice? Yeah, I was. For, for like one of them. Yeah, for sure, one of them. Did Did you like? Did you enjoy that? Did you feel comfortable? Yeah, did you feel safe. She, yeah, because she was bigger, so she could like. She was warm And I don't know I felt like a little bitch Behind her Because I was so small I was like It's only right If I'm in front <laughs> Yeah Right It just feels like A little like Oh like you're not You weren't big enough To keep her warm Like Yeah 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 Like it would probably Keep her warmer You being the little spoon Because she could kind of Cocoon you Yeah She'd Probably bring her warmth More warmth yeah. Rather than fi- She's feeling like A little backpack on her yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a little, yeah. like, <laughs> like a little heat blanket backpack or something. Yep, yep, just like that. Little black ass backpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, it's the cable guy. How you doing, mijo? Oh, what's up, OG? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Where's Creeper at? Oh, he's doing one of his cholo fit sessions over there at the gym. Oh, man, that dude stays busier than a one-legged man in an ass-eating contest. Whoa. Wow, cable guy, you sound pretty high right now, mijo. Oh, that's because I'm really high right now. Well, I hope you're able to fix our cable box. We've been having problems with it ever since Carlos, our robot, started ramming all the appliances. He was doing that for almost three days. Oh, yeah, I heard that on the radio. He he probably knocked something loose, it sounded like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, get back there and start working on it, mijo, por favor. It shouldn't take long. It's mostly vibes. Oh, vibes, okay. Oh, shit. Hey, OG, you been getting into any new shows lately? Because you turned me on to uh, Gordita Island, and it was a trip. Oh, yes, yes, I love Gordita Island. Yeah, waiting to see if they renew it for another season. They Uh, better. I love that show. Oh, I hope so. But lately, I've been watching one called Love is Blind. Oh, man, what's that about? 
Well, that's where people try to, you know, get to know each other before they they know what each other look like. They put them in separate rooms. They can't see each other, but they can, uh, you know, hear and, and conversate. Oh, is, yeah. that, is that catfishing? Is that what that's called? Uh, no, I don't. Maybe something like that. I'm not too sure the terms of it, but reminds me of an ancient story. Oh, are you going to tell another one of your stories, OG? Yeah. All right, I'll just take a seat then. Back in 1967, Xavier Guatalamec. He was a very well-known mechanic and a welder who had his very own shop. Very nice, nice and hardworking man, respected in the community. But one day, while he was intoxicated from his alcoholic beverages, he forgot to put his shield on as he was starting to weld the frame of a 1939 Plymouth sedan. The sparks flew into his eyes. He lost his vision forever. Or did he? He lived alone with two kids in college. They came down to help him, but they could only stay for so long as they had to get back to school. So his daughter found an ad on Craigslist for a stay-at-home nurse. So they left her a key and went back to college. Xavier waited and waited. Then, one evening, he heard the door open. A presence approach. It was a she, and she said hello. Hello, Xavier. And introduced herself. I'm Gabriela. Then she asked him for a hug. Hug me. Xavier reached his arms out, and he hugged, and he felt like he was hugging a big stack of warm tires type of tires that would fit onto a Ford Bronco. He was so relieved. Gabriela would help him. She helped him bathe. She cooked for him. She told stories. They laughed together. Then she started to give him full body massages with happy endings. That means, you know, she would stroke his weenie to help him feel relaxed in his time of pain. They really started to connect. It was magical. Then one day, she said, okay, I think you've healed enough and now it's time. Xavier was confused. Then Gabriela got warm banana leaves and covered his eyes. And the banana leaves were big. They pretty much covered his whole head. But she focused on the eyes. Then began to say a prayer in her native language. Wow, 
Then she said, Now, Xavier, please wait till I leave before you remove these leaves. And he said, No, Gabriela, I don't want you to leave. She said, No, no, Xavier. It'll be better this way, for I am afraid that you will not like my appearance. He said, That is ridiculous. That is beyond ridiculous, Gabriela. Then he caught her attention and told her, For you cannot leave. I am in love with you. So he confessed his feeling and she began to cry. <laughs> she was crying. As she cried, he took his hand and removed the leaves from his head and face and eyes. He could see it was a miracle. Then he saw Gabriela. She was at least six foot four inches in height. She was wearing a tank top and had a tattoo on her right arm of the Michelin man. It covered the whole arm. And she was wearing a bandana on her head that said, dry fast, eat ass. They made eye contact. She was teary-eyed and nervous. He looked at her, then looked at her bandana once more. Then he got a little running start and jumped into her arms. They macked all crazy. They ate ass, each other's. It was a match made in heaven. Then they ran the shop together for another 27 years, Miku. And eventually they bought their dream retirement home in Victorville, California. What was a tragedy turned into a beautiful, beautiful love story. So my point is, cable man, is that love is blind. If you give a chance for souls to connect, anything, anything can happen. Wow, OG. That was beautiful. You made me realize how lucky I am to have a good woman at home. And I'm gonna stop smoking weed at home so I can connect and be more present for her. From now on, I'm only smoking weed at work. Oh, that's very sweet of you, cable man. But I would say the most important lesson to take out of this story is that if you want a relationship to last, then you must, you must eat ass. <laughs> oh yeah, she would really appreciate that. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. <laughs> we got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. Have you ever um, developed feelings or some kind of feelings or I guess maybe even curiosity to a woman you never met before like maybe you just heard her voice yep yep for sure um can you think of any examples in so so the girl that i that i first fell in love with ever in life um i met her on black planet and um she only had a description and i was like all right she seemed really into me talked to her and i was like oh she sounds cute okay and then it's weird she didn't put anything in the photos. Though. Yeah, I was like, why you don't got photos and shit like that? But I didn't really, I don't know. I think I was just ready for love, whatever. I was like 18. Mm. And she sounded cute. And then when she actually did put pictures, I was like, oh, she actually is cute. Like, super cute. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, yep. Oh, so she turned out to be cute. Yeah, and I stayed with her for like five years, like on and off. Oh! Like on Whoa. and off five years, yep. Wait, Black Planet, is that still around? I don't know. I 
doubt it. I think they call like black people meat now or some shit now. Oh, okay. Why were you gonna go on there? And no, I can't. I'm not black. Oh, but that's the thing, though, man. Like, they have some. They have some chicks on there that wasn't black at all. But really? Yeah. Oh, like a uh, Rachel. What's her name? Rachel Dolezal. They had Rachel Dolezal hyenas on there. Yeah. But that's cool that. You didn't know what that girl looked like, then you met her, and it actually she was, worked out. And you were with her for five years that yeah. you met on Black Planet. Yeah. And it, apparently, there's women on there that aren't black. Yep. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It's like they just want to be with black men. Yeah. Or black backpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Black so, Planet was the shit. What happened? So you enjoyed. You would be cool when you would see women that weren't black on Black Planet. Sure. They were usually cute. Hmm. You know, like, and then they had a Hispanic one called Mi Gente. You were on there too? No, 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 uh -oh. no, 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 no. My cousin, he, he was on there. Cause there's a lot of black Latinos, you know, a lot of people don't know that black Latinos that are like, you know, Afro Latinos. Yeah. But my cousin was like black as fuck and he looked like 50 cents so all the girl. He didn't look like 50 cent, but he wore his hat like 50 cent and dressed like him. But he wasn't Latino. Oh, so he, did no, he try no, he to was, play the part? No. Was he like, oh, gotcha, gotcha, or something? Nah, 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 nah. It was just like if a white girl was on Black Planet. Oh, so he was just like, he was like, just oh, black. I'm not, he's, I'm just black, not Latino. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to, he wanted Latino women, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And he would get them, boy. Boy, he would get them. He'd get them good. He'd get them with the magic stick. That's yeah. 50, 50 cent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Don't we'll go with the magic sticks. If I know if I could hit once, I could hit twice. Yeah, if I could hit, if I could live nice, I could fuck nice. Or if I could, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Me hinted. Hey, mija. Um, if your car's in the shop and everything, or you take the bus. Uh, or maybe you don't even have a car, you know? Um, I'm Junior Calavis, and I'll give you a ride, mija. Like, don't trip. Uh, like, you can spend money on uh, rideshare apps, you know? That's pretty, like, cliches or whatever. Um, or you could just give me a call, you know, and just connect with somebody, like, you know, face-to-face -face or heart-to-heart, -heart, however far you want to take it, you know? And I'll pick you up, like, wherever, as long as you're within 5 um, to 75 miles radius. Um, yeah, and I have a feed my ride, también. Um, you know, I'll take you, like, grocery shopping. Um, I'll even take you to pick up one of your homegirls. If you guys want to go to the mall or something, um, maybe get another ear piercing. I don't know your life, but I'll take you right there for those things. And I could also take you to the airport or to your tia's pad, because I know that she does things right there. Um, and I know, like, you'll enjoy all my uh, a uh, amenities, amenities, food, yeah, that my ride has to offer, such as um, AC food, air conditioning, uh, tinted windows, uh, and I have power windows, too, um, just on the passenger side it works, so not on my side, but you don't have to worry about that, because I'll be the one driving. And, of course, I have feed my rims, mija. Um, so other rideshare apps... They like change uh, by the mile food or they have like um, surge or lightning pricing when there's like traffic and that doesn't make sense to me, you know, so I don't do that. Mia. Um, actually, like the more traffic, the better, because then it gives us a chance to get to know each other. You know what I mean? Um, and if you're having problems at work, 
uh, because of your boss or like you like one of your coworkers is just uh, continuing to say dumb things that annoy you um you can vent to me mija and like i'll listen like with open ears and open heart open mind and everything um and if you have problems like with your man like if you're in a relationship and you have problems with your man uh, i can assure you that that he's a lame fool for making you feel that way and that you know that he doesn't deserve you like that and that he doesn't see you like i see you mija because i'm junior galavis so don't use other writer apps or nothing because uh, they'll overcharge you just call me instead and, and that's the best thing and you know what you're gonna trip on this mija it's free yeah because sometimes i just you know i get lonely or whatever but that's you know i'm just more want you to be happy so yeah also this service is is not for for vatos or or guys or whatever uh so sorry foo um but you can probably get one of your homies to give you a ride okay so hey just give me a call whenever a junior galavis ready to give you a ride whenever mia all right cool hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts danielle moody here host of the woke af daily podcast we've been with iheart's outspoken network for a year and what a year it has been Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> we got that laughter for your soul. You're now tuned in to the Frankie Quinones Show. But I don't know. You probably hook up with hot chicks now. You're like successful. Oh, you. Um, I saw you because my cousin um, Frankie's in that show, This Fool. Yeah. And you're in that show, and you did great. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was thank like, you. this guy's not lame. He's a comedian that knows how to act and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're super. You're super funny. Like, mo- it's hard for me to laugh sometimes. Mostly, I laugh inside of my head. But you made me laugh. Oh man, thank you, man. Uh, no, dude, that shit was very fun. Um, I had an um, I was working. What's his name? Uh, Chris Estrada and uh, Frankie, and I hadn't heard like of those people like a lot because the comic community is so big. But those motherfuckers kept on fucking breaking me, bro. Like, like especially like like it took me a while to get to get used to uh, Frankie because uh. Cause like when someone when you just working with somebody and then they're new and they're actually funny and shit and then you're like oh fuck I'm gonna be breaking because I'm an easy laugher so mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna be breaking for like at least three days like <laughs> like <laughs> well it least. must have been so fun hell yeah dude we was doing baller shit dude we was robbing stores and running out of it and shit oh and like, yeah I love that episode yeah and then it was just great dude I I had I had such a great time like. I, I I hope that they bring us back and shit because I'm so ready to work on that shit again. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Just from what my cousin told me, he's like, it's looking pretty good, and he's like, and I told him, I said, you guys, you guys better bring back Jamar Neighbors. Uh-uh. And he goes, yeah, and they were, he, he kind of gave me a little wink, you know. Yeah, he does it. I was like, don't be all Hollywood, your stupid little winks. Like, oh, don't be all Hollywood, Frankie. You know, you're still, you know, you're still Chicano, just like the rest of us from out here, you know, and he's like, I'm not being Hollywood. I'm just trying to hint that good things are going to come for, you know, the show and everything. So anyways, I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed your performance in there. And I know you have a lot of successes and other stuff. And then and you're so confident, too. Like, I've been see some shows, stand up shows you're on and you'll like take your shirt off or you have like a mohawk sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Because I don't know what it is, but I feel like people are, when they're watching you, they're watching every single thing. So I was like, yo, what if somebody went home and they said, yo, I saw a dude that looked like this and he said this. Nobody's going to forget that crazy nigga in the Mohawk that said some off the wall ass shit. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's Jamar Neighbors. And you're ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, Oh, that rip dude that said that crazy shit. Yeah. That dude was not lame. Yeah. yeah. That dude, um, he gets after it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I get after it, man. I have fun for sure. You know? And then, I don't know, like, if, uh, I don't know if, like, other, I don't know. I got to keep it fun for me, though, too, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, people want to see you having fun. That's the one thing that I learned. When I'm a musician, you know, when I sing my songs and stuff, like, I don't know, like, I'm always sad. But when, I, when I'm when i on stage, I'm like, all right, let me make this not lame, you know, even though I'm talking about everything that is lame. Yeah. I'm just about connecting with people. And then they want to see you, like, you know, being not lame. 
and having fun. Yeah. And and like they don't want to see you like, oh, I can't do this. I'm like nervous or, you know, like. Are you on SoundCloud? Yeah, I'm on a, like Spotify stuff like that. Oh. I have a tight. song. Some say it's a hit, but it's called Everything's Lean. And I also have another song called Tender Eyes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe sometime when you're working out, you could maybe put it in your mix, workout mix. Okay. Cool. How old are you? Me. I'm. Yeah. I'm 31. Uh, so yeah, Frankie's. My cousin Frankie's older than me. He's 42. Oh, okay. Okay. But he, cool. when I was started getting emo and I was younger, he was nice to me. Oh, okay. Um, but my other pretty almost kind of made fun of me and stuff like that. But they still protected me. One time when I started wearing black eyeliner. This kid at school started started trying to pick on me, and my cousins um, Johnny and, and Manuel they beat his ass, and then I call him Dick Face, and then I was like, "Yeah, you're making fun of me for having black eyeliner, but now you're Dick Face." <laughs> yeah. And he didn't. He never messed with me. He never fucked with me again, cause he knew my familia would beat his ass. Ah. Oh, That's you know. That has to be crazy to like. To like not be able to bully a bitch ass motherfucker, you know? Yeah. And then that means I am a little bitch. Well, 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 well. I'm, well, I'm just saying because it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying because it's like, well, you know, you can't touch that dude. It's like if I if I bullied him, maybe that would actually make him stronger, you know? But they're actually protecting that guy, you know what I'm saying? So actually, yeah. they're doing more harm to him than I would, you know? But they don't see it that way because they're not meta. You know, yeah. Well, my primos don't see it that way because they're like, we're not gonna let you fuck up our cousin. Yeah. But at the same time, they um, I've been involved in some stuff. I only I don't like that though. It's so lame. I don't like the way violence makes me feel or nothing. But I've gone crazy a couple times because I, you know, I'll work out a little bit and stuff. And then some people tell me like that I have emo strength, whatever that means. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Like yo, your strength only comes out in a rage. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to do that or you know expose that. Yeah. But I, it's weird. I do have muscles under there, and then they're like, "Oh, watch out for that guy. He has emo strength." So don't. When you, when you work out, what exercises uh, do you do? Um, I'll do the. I'll put weights in my hands, and then I'll wrap. I'll wrap towels around them so that I can wipe my tears. So I'll go up and wipe my tears like this. You know, lift the weights, wipe tears. Lift the weights, wipe tears. What's up, brethren? Rudy Rodriguez here. By the time I fell in love with a woman before I even saw her face. <laughs> My love is blind, baby. My love is broke. Hanging on to a broken dream Because I know there's gotta be hope Before I saw you, baby I was already feeling some kind of way The way you talked on that phone Doing customer service for T-Mobile I said I gotta meet this girl I'm falling in love, I'm falling in love I said I gotta meet this girl I'm falling in love, I'm falling in love Finally you said, okay, let's meet Getting tired of all your calls I don't even know if you're short or tall She agreed to meet me at the Montebello Mall And 
And there she was, looking like an all-American fullback for Fresno State. Big old shoulders and a tight grip with some big old humongous strong-ass legs. Them childbearing hips, I loved it all. Because love is blind, I said uh, I was already in love with you, girl. But then I saw your physical strength. I fell so deep, so deep into your heart, girl. Love is blind, baby. Love is broke. Hanging on to a broken dream because I know there's gotta be hope. My love is blind, baby. My love is broke. Hanging on to a broken dream because I know there's gotta be hope. I said I gotta meet this girl because I'm falling in love, I'm falling in love. I said I gotta meet this girl because I'm falling in love, I'm falling in love. I said love is blind. Rudy Rodriguez, everybody. Love is blind. God bless our DoorDash workers. All right, Jamar neighbors, do you have anything exciting coming up that you want to tell people, or you just you look your your outfit's cool. It's, it's definitely not lean. You like this thing? Yeah. How right. do you how do you like my denim vest? I like it because it has cutoffs. You know. Oh yeah, because you have big arms. You're well. Uh, you kind of have muscles too, a little bit. Emo strength. Yeah. Yeah. I like that style. It's great. Yeah, I like the jacket. Thanks, Shamar Neighbors. I like your jacket a lot. Thank you. I got it at Goodwill. <sighs> yeah. That's awesome. That's so not lean. Yeah. And your chain and stuff. Oh, this, I got it at the costume store down the street. You know, it's so fucking fake and lame. Yeah. No, it's not lame. But thank you for saying that because I feel like that I related to you in that moment when you just said that right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because you're like, this shit's lame and I'm wearing it. Like, I think, you know, my whole existence is lame. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. No worries, dude. Yeah, but I guess I'm going to be um, opening up for um, Felipe Esparza. Yeah, Felipe. <laughs> that's my friend. He's cousins with my friend Ignacio. Ignacio? Yeah, that's. Felipe's cousin who I'm friends with. But yeah, Felipe Esparza, yeah. Yeah. So from um, November 10th through the 13th at the Irvine Improv. Okay, do you have anything after that? Because I don't know if this is going to come out by then. Oh, uh, probably. I'm in the new, um, what is that? The new um, House Party movie coming out in January 13th. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. It's not lame. Yeah, that. And um, I'm on this fool, the show This Fool, with uh, Chris Estrada, Frankie Quiones, uh, Matt uh, Ingbertson created, and, and uh, what's his name? Jake Wiseman and all those guys. Pat Bishop. And, yeah. and Pat Bishop and all those guys. You know Pat? Yeah, I know Pat. Yeah. I, well, I just met him through my cousin Frankie, but. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are. Uh, yeah, those guys are all cool. Yeah, they're They Matt. all really like you. Like, I don't know. I was at, Frankie invited me to this little thing, and they were like, even like everybody's all talking about you and i was like there you know i i said my words too i said yeah that was my i don't want to tell my cousin but i don't want to tell chris estrada either because he can get all whatever 
but I was like, um, my neighbors is my favorite part of the show. Oh. I'm not just saying that because you're here. It's just because, you know, you're like a real motherfucker, you know? Mm, it just depends. I'm who I have to be. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fake as shit. Yeah, I guess you were on J-Date. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I wasn't on there as a Jew. I was on there as a real nigga still. Mm. I guess I am kind of real. Hmm. Yeah, see? Hmm. Wow. So, yeah, that's cool, man. You see how I, you see how I picked up my self-esteem and put it back together? It was a I mean, it was not lame to witness that whole process. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you. everybody, look up Jamar Neighbors if you don't know his already. He's going to be in a new house party movie in January, and you can catch him right now on This Full, which is streaming on Hulu. I'm Imo Primo, and this is the Frankie Quinones Show podcast. Most podcasts are lame, but hopefully you didn't think this one was that lame. Thanks, Jamar. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Muchísimas gracias, gente, for tuning in to another episode of the Frankie Quinones Show, presented by Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network. Shout out to the homies Hans, Olivia, Nick, the homie Earn Dog here in the studio, James Fritz, Kevin Kamia, Bobby DJ Muggs, the legendary Soul Assassins Familia. You know how we do, homie. Thank you for giving Rasa an opportunity on the get down. And if you get a chance, homies, go ahead and rate and review the podcast or continue living your life. We'll see you on the next episode of the Frankie Quinones Show. That's what's up right there. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts